Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Window. I'm Pauline. And I'm Lisa. And uh, this is our trivia episode, uh, the episode where uh, one of the sisters, uh, Pauline or Lisa, has picked a movie, <laughs> and either Pauline or Lisa, the other one, does not know <laughs> what the movie is. And this week, it's my turn. Yeah. And uh, it's Christmas time. So we're going with a Christmas movie. We're each allotted one Christmas movie is in the Christmas season. That's our that's our rule. Assuming that we will be doing this podcast for the next 10 years. We didn't want to run out, guys. Because <laughs> really, the reality is that there are so many good ones. But I want to, I need to say, this is not, this is not a movie that I think you're going to expect me to pick. Which is why I'm super excited now that you've said that. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. You're mm-hmm. picking against type? Yes. <gasps> I'm so curious what you've picked. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. 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 Yes. Uh, as if I can be also more excited. I don't want you to get too excited because that but... ner- makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm picking Annie again. So, <laughs> Pauline, you couldn't possibly pick Annie again. That's... I'm not allowed to repeat them. <laughs> That's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> foolish sister it's okay okay oh my god so let's okay. just dive right in let's get yeah. this going okay here we go so this movie um is uh surprisingly well received by critics uh <laughs> it was quite successful at the box office okay um so first question i'm gonna give you uh its budget and oh, then okay. it's quite successful it was the 13th highest grossing movie in the u.s in the year that it was released oh okay yeah cool cool so it's its budget was 17 million oh wow okay what was its box office gross 102 million okay 141 million 158 million or 182 million the 140 million 182. So it did Whoa, real well. And that is very... really well. 17 million to 182. Yeah. That's like insane. it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of like they were like, what the hell? <laughs> what just happened? Uh, so, so clearly this connected with a wide audience. So this is very interesting. Okay. So this movie wasn't actually supposed to be a holiday movie. Oh. They okay. decided it would sell better. Okay. If they marketed it as such. So it's set Christmas time. There's lots of Christmas themes. It's very Christmassy. Right. right. However, what month was this movie released? April? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. July. Okay. September. <laughs> or November. April, July, I'm, September, November. I'm enjoying all of this. I'm not going to pick November because that's too close to Christmas. And I feel like right. this is mm-hmm. one that's far away from it. Oh, my God. Just, any of the other options are great. But uh, <laughs> um, list the other three again, just to make sure I've got the right months in my head. April, July, yeah, yeah. or September. Okay, I did. I did. Please tell me it was July. It was April. I was, that was my second guess. I'm like, it's not September. It's yeah. got to be July or April for how so bizarre this Pauline is setting this up for. Released in April. Oh, my God. Nine, in this year. I was going to tell you the year. I was like, no. I know it's 19-something. Ha-ha. Yeah. The game is up. <laughs> the jig is up. <laughs> cool. I know it now. 
Okay, so hilarious. So right? it made a ton of money and was released in April. Yeah. Okay, yeah. this is great. Right? Okay, so opening weekend, what did it make? Mm. 8.4 million, 9.2 million, mm. 12.8 million, or 14.4 million? 9.2 million? Correct. It made 9.2 million in its opening weekend. In April, a budget of 17 million. That's amazing. At Christmas time. I'm sure the creators were like, what? This is amazing. And then look it was at, like, look at how much we're reeling in. Oh, look at how much we're reeling in. <laughs> this so, is the greatest day of my life. Pop the champagne. Yeah, definitely uh, was not expected. Oh, okay, that's even more fabulous. Okay, okay. So this was a sleeper Christmas hit in April. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I love everything about this. This is great. So, uh, right so far so good <laughs> so far so good you've picked a good one so far please don't yeah. this. <laughs> so this movie came up on multiple christmas lists like best christmas mm. movies mm. um and i had initially to be honest picked a different christmas movie okay and then going through every list this movie was on them, and i was like you've got to be kidding me <laughs> you're like this this, this one? one is considered one of the best christmas movies so Okay, I like, I love where this is going. Because yeah. now my brain's like, what have you picked? <laughs> totally. So this movie oh. is, um, according to Rotten Tomatoes, the number 36 best Christmas movie. Lisa, it, Muppet Christmas Carol on the same list was number 41. That just upsets me. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> skewed. Like other lists, Muppet Christmas Carol was far higher. And I was like, good. Um, I love that you were checking bad. out the list. Oh yeah, because so I was like, because that was that was going to be one of my questions. I was like, ooh, what number would this one be? And now it, it took me down this whole other path. That's why it <laughs> took me so long to do my trivia for this episode? Because I was like, I literally was halfway done one, and I was like, no, I got to pick. You're this like, one. I'm changing directions, yeah. man. I'm exactly I'm doing something new. This so is number hilarious. 36 out of like top 50. Esquire okay. rated it number 25. Oh, wow. Thrill List okay. rated at number 41. So this is like top 50 top Christmas Top 50 movies. Christmas movies of all time. And I okay. can honestly say I'm very curious to see when you'll get it because this was a movie we watched, but we it was never a Christmas movie to us. <laughs> I would say from the way you're talking, I imagine yeah. it was never a Christmas it's movie. It's not. Okay. Oh, this so, is going to throw me so much. This is, I may not get it till the end. Awesome. This is great. I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. So, Randy Edelman did the music. Oh, I don't know the name. Oh, you do. He he. When I looked at his credits for composing, oh, I'm sure I know. I'm sure I know his work. But this the is name great. doesn't jump out at me. So okay. I have a list of movies he's done, Lisa. Ooh. And this is just a select few. He's done a ton, but I picked okay, ones awesome. that you know, and one of them is an imposter. But this <gasps> yes. movie, I want you to know, he won um, the B. BMI. I wrote it down. It's either BMI or BNI, and I can't read my writing. So <laughs> it's one of those film music awards for this movie. Okay, for cool, the music cool, cool. that he composed yeah, for this yeah. movie, he won that award. Okay. So which of these movies did he not write okay. the music for? 27 Dresses, <laughs> Miss Congeniality, Last of the Mohicans, Billy Madison, 
my cousin Vinny. <laughs> oh my god, the range you have chosen. I know. I know. What's so funny is I'm like, well, I was I can't dismiss Last Mohicans because it's so not like the others that it has to be one of his. Like my brain's like, either she's done an amazing chess move <laughs> or, or whatnot, but no, I'm not dismissing that one. Um oh my god. And 27 dresses is a very odd pick for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So now I'm like, again, we're starting to outthink each other in weird Because I'm like, did she throw that in to mess with me? Or was it already there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Billy Madison. No, he did. Amazing. He didn't do Miss Congeniality, but the reason uh, I threw it in is because he did Miss Congeniality too. <laughs> So he wasn't good enough for the first one, but they yeah. picked him for the second. But he really has a wide wow. range. He's what very a wide range. Yeah, he's which very is, wide which range. Which is fascinating because I will say, like, Last Mohicans has a gorgeous score. It's beautiful. Like, it's beautiful. I would say that that's one of the top 100 soundtracks of film. Like, and it Last should be. Mohicans like, it's, has, it's gorgeous. It's amazing. Yeah. So that's fascinating. And then to yeah. suddenly be like something like that to like, I mean, not to say that the music for something like Billy Madison. It's so underrated how great some of the music can be for comedy films. Absolutely. Because you're too busy laughing or paying attention. It's lighthearted. You don't think of it the same way as a drama. But Billy Madison's music fit its film. Like Even even My Cousin Vinny. My right? Cousin it's Vinny like, is perfect for what it is. It's so good. And yeah. it's, there's, there's a subtlety. It's like the conversation you and I had one time about costume design mm. and for Silence of the Lambs. And, totally. and there's that element of like, the subtlety of like everyday costumes and the choices you make for them and why they actually distinct. are important. And yeah. I would actually say it's more subtle and it's probably harder in a sense for, from an artistic point of view mm. um, to get your message across than it is for when you're doing a period piece. Yeah. So, Cause there's something that like, is like a, almost like a universal feel for period pieces. Like when you hit that particular, you're like, Oh, okay. So if we do in this range, It'll feel like the time period, and there we go. But when you've got comedy, you're almost like, oh, I need it to be funny. I don't need it to be too much, but I need it to fit this funny role where he yeah. gets like, you know, punch in the face. Like, what music was good for punch in the face? Totally, totally. Oh, when they're having a wrestling match, um, as they're like getting sunstroke out by the pool, <laughs> like what? And there, she throws him in the water. Playing Marco Polo. God, yes. great movie. God, yes. so funny. Yeah. Billy Madison, everyone. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so okay, so okay, we didn't do so Miss Congeniality. Randy Needleman. Okay, Randy. Okay, gotcha. This movie got um, the lead actress a nomination for a Golden Globe, Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Comedy, or Musical. Oh, crazy. Okay, she lost. Yeah. Who did she lose to? I'm going to give you the <laughs> list of the the other four actresses, okay. and you're just going to guess who I'm won. I'm just going to guess point blank. Okay. Let's, yeah. Let's this see. isn't giving you any hint about the movie, but it's fun. <laughs> I love these games, um, anyways. Go for it. Right. I know you do. Maybe no one else does. Just no one happen. else does, but we are enjoying ourselves, and that's what matters. Um, okay, so Tony Collette, hmm. Muriel's Wedding. Okay. Vanessa Redgrave, A Month by the Lake. Not familiar with that one at all? Nope, not at all. Hmm. Annette Benning for American President. I actually was wondering if that was the movie. When you said Annette Benning, I'm like, it's American President, isn't it? I love American President. That movie is so fucking good. I genuinely don't remember much about it, but I remember everyone else seemed to love it. It's on the list. It's so good. (laughs) Um, Or Nicole Kidman, 
to die for. Which well, I never saw. We never saw. No, we never. I remember one. the movie case. Do you remember? I do. It? I totally remember because whenever her... we go to the video store, we yes. see her. Yeah. She's got cleavage and mm-hmm. it, there's a seduction element to her yeah. look. And it's like her and there's kind of like a blue light. Blue like light. Few... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm, totally. And I'm like, that looks like a great movie, but obviously we weren't allowed we will to watch. Never it. see it. Literally called to die for, and I never saw it after that. No, never did. Um, I'm. I mean, I'm gonna go with Annette Benning just because I know that film and I know how good she is. I'll pick her, but it's such a shoot a shot in the dark at the Yeah, of course. Time. Why would you know this? Uh, it's Nicole Kidman to die for. I that was gonna be my second pick just on principle mm. of us never seeing it. Although Tony Collette, Muriel's wedding, like. I didn't love Muriel's Wedding. I don't know if you saw it, but Tony no. Collette is a fucking great actress. She I is in whatever she's in. Love she's her. fabulous. Like you she's watched her in that good. Netflix uh, TV show about the woman who she gets raped and then no one believes her. I think it's called Unbelievable. Now that I said that sentence. Oh yes, yeah. I, I haven't. Seen Did it, you watch it? I know of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisa. It's is amazing. It? Oh. Everyone should watch that. Tony Collette, she's fucking amazing in it, but it's a great story based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Uh, unbelievable. It's so good. I will have to look okay. at it. Okay. Side note. That was a huge sidebar. Whatever. That whole question we like was a sidebar. sidebar. Okay. There is a lead actor in this movie. Mm. Uh, many men were considered for this role. Um, and none of the ones I'm going to, <laughs> none of the ones I'm going to mention are, are he. But they However, were the other ones considered. Yes. Well, <laughs> Actually, kind of yes and no. <laughs> I love this. For, so this guy tried out, auditioned for this role, and his accent lost him the lead. Mm. Let me give you these four actors, and you're going to tell me whose accent lost him the lead. Okay. Hugh Grant. Mm. Russell Crowe. Patrick Swayze. Or Matthew McConaughey. This could be all over the place. Oh, man. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, you were right. Yes, because he has his a very Texas. particular way of yep. speaking with his Texas accent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His Texas accent, and it works for some roles, but I could see how that would affect others. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. Before. <laughs> okay. Before I let you know, there's one question that's gonna give it away. I. You think? Oh, I okay. think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but before we get there, <laughs> Roger Ebert. Ooh, yes, yes. Watch this movie, and uh, yeah, I'm going to ask you to guess how many stars he gave this movie. Oh, okay. Um, but based on what his review is of it, <laughs> which is not as good as his Annie review, which I will forever remember. But Annie review, um, I don't think he'll ever top himself for that one. No. But okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about nothing but i sort of enjoyed it <laughs> okay so what is this particular okay this one is yeah it blindsides you with its charm by the end i was still a little astonished with how much i enjoyed it <laughs> so did roger say... ebert give it one two three or four stars i'm gonna say three stars he did he gave it three yeah. stars wow okay um, okay so i like that movie, review <laughs> right it's great so good. So this movie, uh, 1995 is the year, in case you, you probably knew that range based on American President. Yeah, American President, I was um, guessing on 94 and 95. Okay. Yeah. So this is a movie we watched, uh, in case you didn't understand, because there was a, a female lead and a male lead. It's kind of a rom-com. Mm, okay. I'm going to name 
movies that the lead romantic <laughs> actor is in. And you are going to guess who he is by the end of this list. And you might, I will pause in between to let give you time. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, to let you kind of work with me on it. Okay. But it's going to so, actually go. So this is go, the lead actor. Okay. The, the romantic lead. Oh, romantic lead. Okay. Yeah, romantic male lead. Okay. Um, okay, let me go. Equalizer, one and two. <laughs> So now your question in your head is, is it Denzel Washington? Totally. And I'm like, that's too obvious. It's too obvious. He's a voice. Denzel. <laughs> right? And you're like, Pelican? Pelican. <laughs> what year was, was that? Was that in, at Christmas? Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just messing with me. I'm like, is it Denzel Washington? <laughs> is it Denzel Washington? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, keep going. Keep going. This okay. He's a voice in Titan AE. He's in... Oh, um, is it Philip Pullman? Uh, I'm going to say Pullman. He's an author. No. What is my brain doing? Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman? Yes. Yes. Lisa. Is this while you were sleeping? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. As soon as you said Titan AE, I'm like, I know who's in that. And it's I definitely knew... not Matt Damon. <laughs> Uh, oh man uh, oh man amazing wow you were sleeping (laughs) i haven't seen this movie since we were so young and i remember we loved it we did love it we loved it i remember we did love it we rented it a couple times did trisha like it i seem to recall it as a trisha pick. i'm sure she did i seem to recall it as a trisha pick where she just thought it was so cute of course. Yeah. I don't know why oh, that man. wouldn't. Of course she did. And I, mean, I remember for me, Bill Pullman, I loved it as well because he was in Newsies. So I was like, oh, Newsies yes. guy. And <laughs> he's in A League of Their Own. Also, also He's good. also in Casper. These were on the list. I was going to say, you're just listening to the list now, aren't you? Yeah. Casper. Yeah, Independence. <laughs> Is it Will Smith? My God, it was Will Smith all Is along. it Will Smith or is it Denzel Washington? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's one of the two. I've narrowed it down. Oh, my God. Or Jeff Goldblum. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. is Jeff a Goldblum. Romantically. Gosh. Oh, delightful. Okay, so mm. uh, there is a, an actor who plays the, the brother that um, Sandra Bullock was in love with. Supposed to fall in love with, with his her. eyebrows. I just remember we were called his it was eyebrow guy. Eyebrows. Do you remember the actor's name? I don't. Poor eyebrow man. I don't remember. You're hilarious. Name. That's so funny because his name is Peter Gallagher, and he's actually like a yes, very well-known he's a actor in actor. his own right. Absolutely. But as a kid, unfortunately, it cemented it in my head because we would just refer to him as eyebrow man. And now in my head, and I've seen him in other things, and it's as a result, my brain does not hold on to his name. My brain's like, nah, we have a perfectly good name for him already. Eyebrow man. I definitely will say, whenever, like, oh, whenever God. he's in a movie, I, mm. I definitely, um, think of him first in this movie yes. like that yeah like it was it, the first he, time i think we'd ever really seen him yeah oh yeah, yeah of course like it was and like it was 95 like we were like 10 and 9 like this mm-hmm. is actually this is interesting this movie um is our first romantic comedy that we're doing it is actually but it's also 
which is random. But that was actually one of the reasons why I wanted to pick it. When it kept coming up on the Christmas list, I was like, I want to do it now because I know we're going to get to it eventually, but I want to do it at Christmas time because it's, it's in my head, not a Christmas movie and arguably totally. we can do this whenever. But in my head, I was like, oh, well, this is going to be perfect. Lisa's not going to have any fucking idea what movie Lisa this was is. blindsided by it. Yep, that's absolutely And true. I was like, that's a perfect goal right there. My goal is always to blindside Lisa. <laughs> Um, look at you being so clever so okay so Peter Gallagher yes um, right eyebrow man the one that Sandra Bullock (laughs) is initially in love with in this movie okay wait I feel like everyone needs to know if you don't know this movie uh, Sandra Bullock plays a woman working at a toll booth Mm -hmm. who has developed this crush on a man uh, he's like a regular guy who comes every day yeah businessman going through she just really likes him played by Peter Gallagher she's kind of like imagined that this perfect life with him Uh, and there's he actually ends up getting mugged uh, and she ends up taking him to the hospital. I think, I don't actually totally we remember. We don't really remember. She, I can't remember if he was like, he was mugged and then she like drags him to safety or something and then takes him. But yeah, so she ends up at the hospital with him. Yeah. And she's sort of explaining to the family how he was injured because the doctors are known. She's the one who's in the emergency room and it's like, well, actually this happened. And they all assume he's, she's his like she says it very quietly she's like oh, i was gonna marry that man and yeah. then and then the nurses are like oh well she can go in she's his fiance and then the family is told this and they're like secret fiance but they like fully embrace her and she is living the lie because she's hoping he doesn't wake up and tell everyone <laughs> yeah and then because he's in a coma because yeah. he's fallen he's fallen onto the train tracks yeah anyway, he's banged his head and everything else we're not describing yeah. it great because neither of us really <laughs> remember it well seen this in a long um time. so anyway it's gonna be really great to watch oh it again because we haven't watched it but where i was going with this final question <laughs> that i've been really trying to get to is um uh there's uh for the role of Oh, I have it written down as Jack, who plays Bull Pullman. So I'm wrong. Peter Gallagher information is not important. (laughs) Everyone just, because his name is Peter in the movie, disregard. Jack, played by Bill Pullman. (laughs) Lisa. Which of these these actors was not considered for the role of Jack? Okay. Who? Okay. No one else was considered other than Peter Gallagher. He just got the role. Okay, okay here we go. Good, good. Lisa, for, for Jack, played for by Jack. Bill Pullman. By Pullman, okay. Ethan Hawke. Hmm. James Spader. Awesome, awesome. Pierce Brosnan. Mm-hmm. Or Dennis Quaid. Hmm, all good choices, all good choices. I'm going to say Dennis Quaid wasn't considered. Ethan Hawke. Fair. <laughs> yeah he was kind of young I just he would have been very young yeah 90s like 90s romantic he would have been he more of up. like well and he he was he was he's younger than the other three um but i'm also really glad he isn't in the film i'm gonna be perfectly frank I'm really oh, no, totally. i feel like the only one that i feel like dennis quaid actually probably would have been the best dennis quaid or pierce brosnan like james spader in my head is never a romantic lead because in my head though <laughs> james spader is always What's his face from Pretty in Pink? Who's an asshole, and she thinks you're slime. She thinks you're slime. Uh, and deep down, you know, you know she's, she's right. right. Steph. His name's Steph. Yeah, his name is Steph. I, I don't worry, guys. Pretty in Pink will be on here at some point because we've watched it a point. lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. funny because I actually, I really actually quite like James Spader. But you're right, he did 
when he was like young, he did tend to play like the from what we watched him in. He wasn't the nice guy. But I'm sure no. there are actually other 80s movies where he is. I just haven't seen enough of them to know. <laughs> totally. Oh, I agree. Awesome. Amazing. So, I, you know, yeah, yeah. I would have. And while and you were sleeping, while you were sleeping, a Christmas a sleeper, movie, <laughs> a sleeper hit for Good us day, uh, at, at the Christmas time season because I needed to throw in a curveball. And, you know, and you, you can't do It's a Wonderful Life right after you do Muppet Christmas Carol. I mean, <laughs> My my hat is off to you, Pauline. Thank I you. did not anticipate Thank that you. one. That was a good, I know you did. My brain was like, lethal weapon. Uh, <laughs> actually, <hard."> right? <laughs> oh Don't, see? The, and actually, but even then, there's still no niche. Oh, man. I feel like Die Hard obviously more than Lethal Weapon. Die, Die Hard is, is way on more the list. than Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon I don't is, actually think was It's on never on the list. list, but what's funny is very it, it has this same level of Christmas. Totally. As Die Hard. Absolutely, it does. Oh, 100. <laughs> it's they're basically on par for how much of they're the fighting, season. and they get thrown out of like a window when, when there's like a Christmas tree in the background. There is like, well, and and there's that famous scene where Mel Gibson is, you know, pretending to buy drugs at the Christmas tree lot. Right. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Lethal Weapon's obviously coming up on the Oh, it'll be on point, there, guys. It'll be on there. So, yeah. so that's... Next year for Christmas. Next year for Christmas. We're going to do a back-to-back feature. Die Hard and then Lethal Weapon. Oh, man. So, anyway, here we go, guys. Uh, this is While You Were Sleeping. Our first romantic um, comedy. Here we go. And hopefully... Oh, it's available on Dis- Amazon Prime. And oddly and... enough, on Disney+. Plus. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, guys. I saw that. So, <laughs> Disney+, Plus, Amazon Prime, plenty of of opportunity to watch mm-hmm, it and uh, enjoy a little you know a little rom-com at christmas that isn't a hallmark movie <laughs> i think that's i think that's kind of refreshing agreed absolutely um so for this movie uh, for the title i was about to say do you have episode, to be honest i had to look on imdb for quotes <laughs> because <laughs> i couldn't think of any of them however mm. there's one line so there's in the movie, there's a guy named Joe Jr. who's Lucy. Lucy's played by Sandra Bullock. Joe Jr. is like the neighbor of oh, Lucy. I remember who's Joe kind Jr. of like yes. really, he's actually quite I think he's kind of sweet, but he's like not he hits on her and she's not interested, but he's not as far as I know, he's not an asshole. But again, we'll this could find out. easily be we'll changed out, in, yeah. when we watch yeah. it. But anyway, I think this is she's talking to him when she says this. But they're talking about her pants. And she says, if you fit into my pants, I will kill myself. <laughs> but I think now that I say it, I think she's maybe talking to Bill Pullman. Anyway, that's going to be the line of the movie of our trivia sodas. If you fit into my pants, I will, I will kill, kill myself. myself. Classic. I love it. I uh, know. I don't even remember the scene that it's <laughs> I in. But I, I appreciate the sentiment of it. I, I, I feel really like, like I really can embrace it. <laughs> um, so that's our trivia soda for the week. I... I'm excited. I'm neither so of us excited to rewatch so this movie. This is going to be hilarious. Awesome. It's well, guys, uh, enjoy the holiday season and we'll catch you for while you were sleeping. On Tuesday. Yep. Have a great weekend. Mm-hmm.